It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Uh, we haven't even hit the hotel yet, so we're still on the bus. Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. When you visit Arizona... Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. Of course, you know what to do. If you like what you see and what you hear, hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones. Uh, you can do so at any of the usual places in podcast land. That includes Spotify and Apple Podcast and NPR wfpk.org youtube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcast from you can subscribe to kyle meredith with uh, some of my recent guests have been uh, actor michael c hall uh, you know him from dexter and six feet under we talked about his uh, latest release with his band princess goes we had andy taylor of duran duran rap boys westlife tommy stinson of the replacements jerry harrison of the talking heads Adina Menzel, The Hives, Barry Manilow, the filmmakers behind Heart of Stone, They Clone Tyrone, Landscape with Invisible Hand, Being Mary Tyler Moore, and Bethany Cosentino of Best Coast. That's just a few examples of what you can get uh, when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, catch him back up with Corey Taylor, the Slipknot Stone Sour lead singer, back with a brand new solo record. This is the second one. Uh, CMF 2 We're going to be discussing the genre-defying set uh, Writing on Mandolin for the first time And his admiration for David Bowie and Trent Reznor's courage and career foresight Uh, Corey's also going to give a uh, a hat tip to Ray LaMontagne and Ani DeFranco For both of them inspiring uh, the acoustic side of his musical world Uh, And we'll dissect Slipknot's penchant for hooks And where he continues to get his anger from Uh, before diving into his work with the legendary magazine Famous Monsters, which he recently bought. Uh, And he'll tell us about uh, their plans for a semi-annual magazine and the movies that will fall under that banner as well. So let's do it and talk CMF2. It's Kyle Meredith with Corey Taylor. Hi, man. How you doing? Sorry about the background noise. I'm still on the bus. Uh, We haven't made it to the hotel yet, so uh, you're just going to have to deal with you know, just when you thought you couldn't get over my voice quick enough, now you got this bus noise in the background. So there you go. 
just something to lull us into comfort is what it is it's like yeah, a exactly. thing for babies yeah <laughs> man it is a, it's good to see you again last time we talked was on the last solo record and here you are back again i mean you're always busy but this thing i i laugh i think i laughed last time when i listened to it not laughing you know but but it's almost right. like your solo records are like a challenge to us to show that you can do anything you do all the genres it's like right i was thinking like arctic monkeys had that uh, album uh whatever you say i am that's what i'm not and you just like ran with that and took it to heart pretty much yeah i mean you know it's it's crazy because it, i it, every time i think i'm running out of songs i find a folder on my computer and i find it like four songs i forgot i wrote like from 15 years ago i'm like what what are these what the hell you know so i i swear i'm not trying to do this it just happens you know like I mean, it's a good problem to have. I do love the record. I mean, seriously, it's um, the heavy moments are heavy. The 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 ballads are beautiful. I mean, it's really kind of everything you want in a style like this. And it starts out, I mean, that song, The Box, at the beginning, which anytime you put, you know, a mandolin or anything on that song, of course, I'm going to start thinking of R.E.M. And, right, uh, right, right. The, the cool thing about that is that that piece was actually the first thing I wrote on mandolin after i bought a mandolin so it was the first thing that came out i tuned it to a very specific uh you know tuning and i just started tinkering and that thing just came out of me and i was like well there's the intro i mean it was literally that quick man it's crazy you know that's the same story with losing my religion right right i i, I remember hearing that and that 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 line is so beautiful that it was just like how could you not you know well, the way it even like this is the track that sets up the record. I mean, it seems like very purposeful. You know, you're talking about here's the show. It's like, you know, it's on with the show. Like, like when you're putting this together, how much thought goes into this as I don't know if a conceptual piece is the right way to say it, but it does sort of set it up like you're in for something. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I knew on this album I wanted to focus a little more because the first album was just such was just almost like a just a kind of a collection of songs you know there wasn't really any specific direction it was just listen i may never get this opportunity again let's just put out these songs that i've had over the years and and see if anybody likes them you know and once i realized that people were really into my songwriting that's when it really became a okay i've got the audience let's see how far we can push this now you know let's really let's let's like hone this in and and really take people on a journey. So from the second I started kind of, you know, fashioning this thing together, I knew that I wanted the intro to, to be almost a spoiler for an explosion musically, you know? So when I wrote that piece, I was like, well, this is the intro, you know? And then it became a challenge of how do we make this thing sound haunting yet familiar and really inviting? You know, so it it just, you know, when we were putting it together, it was just like, I don't want anybody to use regular instruments. I want people to to bring in something that, you know, sounds like a dobro or it sounds like, you know, like it, it was just it was so much fun to build that moment and to hear it put back together and to really have that kind of really take the album off. I was just like, this is this is going to be special, dude. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies 
Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. That's A S T E P R O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Corey Taylor. Well, it makes sense too because you know, hearing even later on down with uh, with uh, midnight's. And, right. and even Starmate, because, you know, Midnight, I think I was reading like uh, Bowie inspired, which, you know, Bowie's like my North Star when it comes to very you know, anything art- artistic and everything. But but that's, you know, that's what we got with every one of his records right right to the end, you know, with Lazarus. I mean, that was that was sort of thing. What was it about Bowie that that you were taking from? Oh, his courage dude, is ridiculous. You know, not only that, but I don't think he ever really got the credit that he deserved. Everybody called him chameleonic. That wasn't correct because he was always ahead of the curve. He was ahead of the trend. He was always running with whatever was going to happen next, man. And people were trying to keep up with him. So to me, it was almost this prescient idea that he just had a really great idea of what was going to be next. I mean, it, I mean, Ziggy was a precursor to really what, you know, punk became, you know, uh, you know, scary monsters. And, and I mean, that was a precursor to what was going to become, you know, new wave really. And I, it just was all, it, it just, it, it just all fell into place. He just knew what was going to happen. You know, for me, that's kind of the inspiration that I take from him, you know, not just the fact that he was a brilliant songwriter and 
just absolutely fearless when it came to like putting music together. But when it came to just, you know, putting something out and not caring what the trend was, not caring what was selling, not caring what what felt safe. That's what it is. It's what it doesn't matter what feels safe. This is what's coming from my heart. So it may be different. It may be dangerous, but it doesn't matter because it's coming from me. And that to me, that's the the greatest, you know, lesson that I've taken from him, not only from him, but Prince. Um, I mean, just a host of different, you know, artists over the years who they just they went with their heart and they didn't care about what was, you know, selling. They just you're like, listen, you're either going to dig this or you're not. After it leaves my hands, it's up to you. And it's so interesting too the way I mean, and, and I'll, I'll throw this compliment your way as well. I, I hear this in your music because it's the way they would like for him specifically. I, I've been listening this week to the Station to Station album more, and you know, Golden Years oh, is on there. Yeah. And I've heard Golden Years a million times, but for the first time, I started hearing it. I guess mathematically, like the way he lays out that first line. Don't let me hear you say life is taking you nowhere, angel. And and it's complicated, right. but it's in this other, you know, it's 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 shiny and you can sing along to it. Right. That's what I say. I find that those moments happen on your record, whether they're intentional or not. That's that's sort of in there because there are these challenging moments, but it's still and I mean this in you know the most broadest term possible. It's still sort of in the pop structure. You know, it's it's still there. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I I don't know how to write something that doesn't have a hook. You know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but and it doesn't have to necessarily be a melodic hook. It's just something that catches the ear, because I think that's part of the reason why Slipknot has stayed around as much as possible. We've always had that ear for candy, basically. You know, we've always had that ear for what's going to draw the audience in and keep them there and keep them wanting to hear whatever, whether it's a vocal hook or a music hook, it doesn't matter. So to me, it's 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 something that's just in my DNA. I can't help it. So why fight it? You know, why try to write something that doesn't get stuck in somebody's ear? You know, like like Wrath of Khan. It's always going to be there. You know, and and that's to me that's the that's my favorite part of songwriting is just kind of trying to maneuver and also trying new things. You know, like like looking at the way lyrics fall. And playing with the 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 aesthetic of the lines, you know, and like and really kind of, do, you know, sometimes writing the lyrics and then working the music to it, you know, and really be able to play with the way that those things fall. You know, that to me is the greatest challenge is finding new ways to do things that you feel like you've been doing forever. But once you've gotten to the point where you've kind of turn around to you have this massive material it's like where do you go to kind of keep it fresh and and that's kind of where i've been looking at this stuff yeah and and you know what's interesting too about this record that's almost flipped from the old thing you know because coming from slipknot um even though stone sour existed it was almost surprising when we would hear a song like um uh what, what was that look at the, the country uh, breath of fresh smoke Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah. almost surprising. Now it's almost surprising when I'm listening to your your solo records and I hear the heavy stuff. Like you're still bringing right. out, like your voice is still a beast. You know, it comes out of there. I'm. Hey. I, this is probably the best my voice has sounded in years too. Yeah, yeah. so I, I appreciate that. Well, that's what when I was younger, and I would hear people over forty singing 
heavy music, you know, right. screaming. I always thought when I was younger that that must be performative because where where are you finding that? Right. You know, when you're when you're older. And now that I've gotten older, it's like that's that's not the case. That doesn't need to be performative. Where <laughs> yeah. where where's that coming from for you now? And has that changed through the years? Because it's still, like I said, extremely heavy. Yeah. I mean, it's I I don't think I'll ever be a truly peaceful person. <laughs> and I know that's so cliche these days, but I mean, you know, there's still there's still things that they get my blood up. Maybe it's the Irish in me. Maybe it's the German in me. I'm not really, maybe it's a combination of the two. Um, you know, there's still things in this world that fire me up hard, you know, especially the way that we talk to each other and the way we act towards each other and the way we treat people these days is so ugly and gross that it makes me need to use that voice, man. You know, um, but just when I thought I could kind of keep myself calm when just talking to my kids, I'm you, I'm unleashing the dad voice on the audience. You know, it's uh, and and poor Griff grew up with it more than his sister has. But it's uh, he definitely knows when when it's time to straighten up and listen to dad, you know, um, which is probably why he has that voice now. Uh, but I've just got, you know, I, I don't know if it. It's just because I'm protective of people or if I'm really, you know, conscious of the things that go on culturally, society wise, uh, politically. I mean, just like just so many different things that you can look at that fire you up that if you have that passion, there's never it's never going to go away. You know, so for me, that's that's really what it is. As long as you're writing about the things that you can, you know, kind of you know, lean into eloquently in that, in that sense, then that thing's going to nat, it's just going to come naturally. It's when you try to force it, that it sounds forced. And I don't think people realize that, man. It's like, when you hear something that feels forced, it's probably because that artist doesn't really believe in it, you know? And to me, I'm never going to do that to the audience. I'm never going to make people feel like I'm talking about something that I don't care about because I don't have time for that. Nobody has time for that. Well, and, and that's evident, too, because I, I think that's, you know, as we go back to the beginning of the interview, hearing all these different sounds, it's not like you tried to say, well, I'm the metal guy. So here's another metal album. You know, it's like you do get those songs. You, you do go from metal to country, you know, back to back. And somehow make that work. And we'll be right back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Corey Taylor. Which, by the way, I, I brought that song up, the uh, the Breath of Fresh Smoke. Does, on a song like that, where you even reference gasoline, and which might be used as a country trope sometimes, you know, the road. Right. Does the line come first, and then you're like, this is a country song, or does the, the style come first, and you're like, and now we're throwing in the, you know, yeah. It's a good question. I mean, I wrote that song 16 years ago, or actually longer than about 17 years ago, to be honest. And 
I wrote that song when I discovered Ray LaMontagne and uh, to, to is to me one of the greatest modern songwriters, you know, he and Ani DeFranco really were the two people that inspired me to write acoustically um, and to take it to the, the places that I've been able to kind of take it to. And when I was writing that, I wanted to, to kind of get get into somebody else's perspective, you know, and really try to you know take it somewhere. So the line, you know, she had a full tank of gas and half a mind to try, you know, like that to me came very quickly because that song is all about getting out of a small town, getting out of a small situation, getting out of a relationship that makes you feel small, you know, like so that to me was the key, was the escape, was the run towards the freedom that your heart is just so desperate to feel you know and once i found that it didn't really matter if it was country or because i kind of call it uh an irish country you know that so it's in three four and it just that bounce where you're just you're sitting on the stool going i i just want to sing along to this song you know and once i had that i was like this thing's going to be really a lot of fun and i've played it over the years in a couple of different amalgamations that i've had um and people responded so well to it that I was like, well, I'll tell you what, if, if, if the chance, if I get the chance to make that second album, that one's going on there. And and I know I've heard from people that are like, we've been waiting years for you to really record this. So it was very gratifying. Yeah, when I was listening to it in the car and that was one of the things like he wrote a waltz. Look at that. I did. He put a waltz <laughs> on the record. <laughs> and those moments are they're, they're, you know, like I said, so much on here that it's just kind of fun to kind of grab and hang on, you know, and, and, and I brought up like Midnight's is great and talk sick is great. I was watching you play the the recording you showed of the little amp that you used on that. Although I'd wondered like, maybe it's just coincidence because music, um, but Sleigh Bell's infinity guitars has that same type of intro. And I was like, I wonder if that was sort of in the back of his mind. No, not really. I mean, we just wanted it to sound like somebody was carving up the speaker with razor blades, you know, like we wanted it to have that, this gross vibe. Cause that song is kind of like an amalgam of punk and pub rock in a weird way, you know, and then there's hardcore at the end. So it's like this really weird collision of great styles that just works for some reason, you know? So I wanted it to come out of this, out of the gate, almost like the killer coming out of the, the 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 closet with a chainsaw you know he's ready to get you and that just had that right tone so i mean it's a good coincidence a good you know good problem to have basically i i love every bit of it you're out on the road like i said we're gonna see you here in louisville you're playing louder than life on uh september yeah. 22nd you're on the same day as tool and godsmack and biscuit and megadeth and bad omens and dance get like that's it's a pretty good day so yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun we're looking forward to it um famous monsters is that is are you still working on that oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah uh my partner eben and i are uh kind of putting the foundation pieces together um our first real convention back as famous monsters is coming up october 13th to the 15th um in king of prussia pennsylvania um and we are still working on uh putting together almost a semi-annual uh magazine again um we are looking to kind of start uh, co-producing movies and really getting the 
the the name and the brand back out there in a way that it you know cherishes its legacy but is moving into the modern times you know we want it to be very well-rounded and something that you know it draws people in whether you're into current you know monster movies or the old stuff we want it to feel we're, we're bringing the family back together again you know and that's that's one of the reasons why I bought it in the first place. I was just like, this is a place, I want this place to feel like the destination, you know, and I want people to feel good when they talk about it. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with that. I'm looking forward to seeing you back here in Louisville, Corey. It's always so fun to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time today, man. No worries, man. It's my pleasure. Thanks, buddy. My thanks to Corey Taylor. The new album is called CMF2. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. I uh, do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the full series again. Uh, give you brand new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three interviews a week to keep you up to date on your favorite artists. And discover those new ones at Spotify and Apple Podcasts at uh, NPR, WFBK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's four hours of classic tracks from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We got the uh, the best of new music. There's music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Uh, one of my recent uh, shows had the music of the 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 cure xtc jeff buckley the smashing pumpkins bjork annie lennox tori amos the sex pistols hyam the heavy big star the jam the clash big audio dynamite genesis owusu the ego trippers uh david bowie roger waters local natives katie lang Daft Punk, Chemical Brothers, Beck, Bob Marley, Parliament, Black Pumas, Delta Spirit, Biba Doobie, and my interview with Keanu Reeves with his band Dogstar. Just an example of what you get every weeknight at 6 p.m. at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social medias, any social media spot. The address is always at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. I'll talk to you guys uh, talk to you guys later. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.